to the producers and the brands so they can understand the performance of their products and how consumers are reacting to them. And then based on that, comply with the strict regulations that everyone believes that is prohibited to talk about cannabis effects, but it is not. It's just that the government knows that there is a lot of bullshit out there and misinformation that they are trying to protect the consumer from misleading information. So they are saying, and if you want to describe any product attribute uh, uh, and make such claims for informational marketing, you need to prove it. You need to show that it's provably true. House of Brain. If you've worked in cannabis for more than a few minutes, you'll have realized it's really tough, often illegal, to state what effect your product has. That's a pain for brains, but it sucks for consumers too, particularly the cannacautious who want more certainty around mind-altering experiences. To help us understand what's really going on, and to get a look at where the industry is headed, we speak to someone with some answers, Israel Gasparan, the founder and CEO of Zentrella. Hello and welcome to the Lobster Pot Podcast. I'm Dave Barton and I'm not in a plantation as it might look. And if you look closely at my head, you can see the kind of 70s earth, wind and fire effects that you get, you know, from those like 70s music videos that used to have. But um, but I'm not here alone. It's not just about me and what I'm doing today in this video. It could be. I'd quite happily sit here and talk about myself for 25 minutes. But that would be kind of boring for the rest of you. But let's talk to our co-host, Jamie Bontemann. How are you doing, Jamie? All right? Yeah, I'm very good. So or on the opposite end of the spectrum, not happy talking about myself for 25 minutes, which I'm guessing is why this works. Yeah, well, I could talk, I could talk about you for 25 minutes. There's many things I could say. But again, it's not about you either, unfortunately. Not today, at least. That's a, that's a whole nother story. Today, we have a very special guest, uh, Mr. Israel Gasparin, who's the founder and CEO of uh, Zentrella, based in uh, in Canada. Good, good day to you, sir. How are you? Pretty good. Good morning here in Canada, guys. Good afternoon on the UK side. Uh, very happy and glad to be here with you to chat about cannabis and research. Yeah, so cannabis and research, you know, tell us a little bit more about what you're doing, because you have a very uh, innovative approach to uh, innovation and cannabis. And tell, tell us more, because it's, it's more about what your research is about the effect that cannabis has and being able to track that, because that's something that I don't know. I've never seen that possible before. It's quite unique. So please tell us more. Right. So, so yeah, we are a cannabis effect research company. We, we focus on uh, scientifically characterizing the effects and specifically the non-therapeutic effects of cannabis in order to enable researchers and uh, cannabis companies to understand uh, how their products perform and based on that help the consumer to make informed purchasing and consumption decisions. Um, the novel aspect of our research is the brainwave analysis that we are conducting, where basically we combine EEG technology to record brainwaves or electrical brain activity from different regions of the brain, um, and then uh, combine neuroscience with machine learning in order to detect and quantify um, psychoactive and mood change, psychoactive effects and mood changes triggered by the consumption of recreational cannabis products. So it, it, it's a huge spectrum of 
uh, yeah. effects. It like certainly sounds like it. Cannabis, right? You can tell uh, how high someone's getting effectively, you, or what that's actually physically happening to their brain, or can you monitor what's going on in their brain and go, ah, because that's happening in this part, that probably means they're feeling this. Is is it that clean cut? Is it is that? Yeah. So so back in 2016 and 2018, uh, our vision was to combine all of these technologies and science in order to develop a standardized objective and, and measurable uh, methods for uh, uh, characterizing cannabis effects. If, that, if you think about it, that has been probably the main, the main problem of not conducting uh, cannabis effect research because there didn't exist an objective and reliable way of of quantifying it. How do you measure being high? The previous solution that we had was a completely subjective opinion from the consumer, how high you are from zero to 10. And that is very different from a new consumer to a daily heavy cannabis consumer. So it was completely unreliable that subjective measurement. Um, what we did is uh, to combine EEG technology, neuroscience and machine learning for the following reasons. Back in that time, we knew that EEG is capable of detecting brain function alterations or changes triggered by cannabis or many other events like having a seizure or falling asleep. All of these events are altering our brain activity. But the problem has been that the brain functionality is so complex that we humans haven't been able to apply basic brain signal processing techniques in order to come up with a standardized and, and universal uh, algorithms or identify complex patterns that apply for the majority of people. Because, I mean, I think that when you feel sleepy, for example, you know, and uh, what Dave or Dave, Dave or Jamie or me feel when we are sleepy is the same type of mental state. But detecting it in brain activity in a way that applies for everyone has been a big challenge for the scientists, for the scientific community, neuroscientists or neurologists. Um, at an individual level, they can do it very accurately. But when it's about applying those findings on Dave to Jamie's data or my data, it's, it's, it hasn't been reliable. And that's the part where machine learning is completely disrupting the commercial use of EEG technology because by having large EEG data sets and then combining that with brain signal processing techniques and applying machine learning to find complex patterns about different brain activity or brain function events that you know happen in different regions of the brain and how this area interacts with this one and at the same time how this area is interacting with this one etc it's it, that complexity is what machine learning is solving and it, you probably have heard that ai is finding things that are like a black box we don't really know what they mean and that is kind of the case in our situation where it's helping us to find very complex patterns associated to specific uh, cannabis effects like feeling high or intoxicated, feeling uh, energized or feeling sleepy, etc. But we have been doing this for 
now seven years. So we have built, I dare to say, the world's largest database of EEG or brain activities, a bank of human brain activity that has been scientifically characterized with all of these mental states being high. And if you are high, what type of high you are, you have been experiencing? Are you feeling sleepy or are you feeling energized? Are you feeling the body high or not? Are you having tachycardia or, or your heart rate is decreasing, etc.? So with all of this information, we are analyzing the EEG of all of these huge database of um, consumers and training algorithms to detect and quantify such commonalities. Effects. You're looking for commonalities in the data between individual sets and sort of saying, okay, can we tell broadly that a person who is exactly. kind of brainwaves are doing that means that means they're high, for example. Exactly. At a okay. very basic kind of level, hmm. that's how Oh, I'm very basic. Works, right? I need a very basic. That's the thing <laughs> to really understand. But again, if that's the sort of thing you're saying you have the potential to be able to do and you're collating all of that data and you're kind of contrasting it and looking at it and using AI and machine learning to really help interpret that. What's the kind of end result of that? What are you hoping to be able to sort of say to both consumers and cannabis companies with that level of information? What's right. the benefit for them? So, so we believe, uh, Dave and Jamie, and, and we see, we see uh, that market need here in Canada and United States, that uh, consumers want to buy products by effects. They, they don't necessarily understand, uh, you know, uh, what minor cannabinoids do, right? And it's also a fact that, uh, you know, there, there is no universal truths about cannabinoids it all depends about the amount that you are consuming and how much you are consuming etc so all of that information we believe that needs to be converted into reliable cannabis effect data so the consumer can buy a product because they want to fall asleep and and you know they will find the right product so uh, the goal of the research that we are conducting is to generate objective and accurate cannabis effect information first to the producers and the brands so they can understand the performance of their products and how consumers are reacting to them and then based on that comply with the strict regulations that everyone believes that is prohibited to talk about cannabis effects, but it is not. It's just that the government knows that there is a lot of bullshit out there and misinformation that they are trying to protect the consumer from misleading information. So they are saying, and if you want to describe any product attribute uh, uh, and make such claims for informational marketing, you need to prove it. You need to show that it's probably true. And the way that they are asking to do it is through scientific research. So we believe that that's the way cannabis companies and brands should um, uh, measure the success of their products and position them in order to delight consumers. That's the objective. That's very cool. I mean, the idea that we talk about data kind of empowering people, empowering businesses, it's really very much the point of it. And that prohibition around making claims is not quite as prohibitive it just doesn't necessarily have or companies don't at the moment have very many tools in their sort of chest to to get the data they need to make claims i'm really interested some of the people that you've worked with what are some of the characteristics of 
cannabis consumption that they're interested in tracking you've mentioned kind of how sleepy does it make you you know energize what are, what are some of the things that brands are really interested in finding out about their cannabis well first of all um i think that uh, uh, measuring the efficacy of the products to create fast psychoactive effects and con in in a consistent manner has been very important for the industry because as you may know depending on how you encapsulate or how you infuse a product with cannabinoids may may define how fast and how strong and how 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 long will be the experience mm -hmm. so proving that has been very important for for the producers and, and, and therefore for the consumer um, and the other one is relaxation versus feeling energized um many consumers and, and, and this is not coming from me it's a it's a huge market research conducted in the united states that the majority of the consumers want to use cannabis to relax chill out relax or better fall asleep and that's the second kind of more interesting effect that uh, cannabis brands are looking for on top of the typical potency of the thc psychoactive effects and and one way that we are helping um, the producers is that instead of just quantifying the concentration of THC in these products, we can actually quantify how strong is being experienced that psychoactive effect in a control group of, of consumers. So I think that those are the top uh, effects that uh, recreational producers are looking for. The therapeutic and medical space is completely different. Uh, and um and more complex for sure yeah absolutely i mean one of the really interesting spaces you kind of touched on it there is is the different kinds of products and you know, typically if you smoke cannabis the the onset is almost instant it is very fast but one of the places I, I imagine certainly brands that want to engage with new consumers who may be a bit cautious over having cannabis either in a drink or in an edible is the onset might be an you know an hour and 30 minutes and that unpredictability and that lag is quite a scary thing so for a, just kind of speaking to it, i suppose the idea that a producer might be able to tell someone hey most users 45 minutes or most users two hours just having that kind of framework makes that product almost more accessible because it makes it known it, it kind of explains yeah. a part of it that normally is just this ah figure it out you know try it test it see it Test and see is not really, a, I suppose, a very enticing thing for new customers. They want to know what they're getting into. Yeah, exactly. Just, yeah, just okay. to sort of build on that, the idea of, you know, just a very, again, coming back to, to my, me being very basic, this very basic level of wanting to, look, I, I need some assurances before I try this. Otherwise, I'm scared. I'm scared to do it. I don't know what I'm getting into, you know, and I guess that for a lot of people, that's bridging that gap between, I'll give this a try of like oh no it's it, you know again it's that helping reduce that stigma right it plays into that absolutely, kind of aspect Dave. of it absolutely and and i think that sometimes you know we that are into the cannabis industry maybe sometimes we forget that this basic information is critical in order to help uh, new or inexperienced consumers to start you know trying out this new recreational approach to feel better uh, you know on a daily basis or whenever you want to kind of uh, 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 feel more relaxed or or enjoy uh, you know your life etc so so i think that the, uh, 
the way you, you, you guys explain it is very accurate, is fundamental. It's interesting to think about this and, and the possibilities for it from lots of different sides. Obviously, producers, brands really like it because it gives them a kind of competitive edge. They're allowed to say something about their product, whereas previously they haven't. And if they kind of pursue this route, it's presumably a differentiator for them. And consumers really like it because it's giving them trust and understanding before they try a product. Is there is there much interest and maybe you can speak a bit if, if you'd like to the the origin of how you got started is there much interested interest from government in understanding you know um onset of um yeah kind of ingested products and and how they can i suppose affect your judgment or impair you in some way <laughs> right so long story short centrella was uh, founded with the objective of using this type of technology for workplace safety and law enforcement. The, the Ontario Center of Innovation and the Ontario Brain Institute, which are you know, part of the Ontario government, funded us in order to build this technology because we had the opportunity to explain to them back in 2016 and 18, what were the flaws with the existing drug test, uh, which is just quantifying the amount of a substance in your system body fluids technically right and and that many toxicologists studies have proven that that is a very unreliable way of determining if a person is cannabis high or not or cannabis impaired because uh, thc remains in the in bl blood saliva urine or bread for many hours days or even weeks post-consumption depending what oral fluid you are tracing so when we explain this to them and we explain our crazy idea back in 2016 that the brain is probably the only organ in our system in our body that is temporarily altered by the thc effect it, it could be the, the 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 most accurate objective and reliable way of determining if someone is high while driving or not or working in the workplace when it's, when it's high or not and prevent any potential risk of accident. The second point that we explained to them is the problem that you are facing is not safety. The problem that you are facing is false accusations of cannabis impairment because there are people that will have THC residues in their system, uh, but they will not be impaired. And with the existing drug tests, you will be making such claims. And, and that will be unfair the moment cannabis, recreational cannabis becomes illegal for recreational consumption. So long story short, they funded us in order to build it for safety and law enforcement. Uh, it was never used for that application, but back in that time I started to connect with the pro producers and researchers and that's the moment we pivoted to using this for research because we believe that's that's the way of transforming the drug testing market and shifting or moving away from quantifying amounts of a substance in, in, in body fluids to quantifying what you are actually experiencing in the brain and being able to quantify it, which is the, the novelty aspect of our approach. We can quantify what you are feeling and, and then based on that, uh, uh, you know, transform multiple markets in the following 10 years or so. You know, it's really fascinating because at the moment, if you go and have a look at different strains on whatever website you want to go on, the way strains are generally rated is a scoring system 
of aggregated user reviews, a, a user is asked to say whether or not it makes them sleepy or energized, or if it gives them dry mouth or paranoia or whatever it is. And it's 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 such a it's it's the best system available or previously available because at least you're seeing people's interactions with it, you know, firsthand, and they've got no reason really to lie generally. Um, so it, the 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 bigger a data set you have, chances are the more accurate it is, but it's not going to be applicable for kind of new product releases that's only kind of post use review as opposed to pre launch so yeah it's 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 interesting to see it being done from the other side absolutely jamie like my view about the cannabis effect world is that it is the new wild west of the cannabis industry if you think about it it hasn't been you know i think that the current countries that have legalized the, the recreational consumption, they have set certain limits and regulations and rules in order to speak about them, but it hasn't been accurately you know, um, regulated how these cannabis effects should be characterized or quantified and described to the consumer. It's, it's a new world, and, and I believe that uh, we are the pioneers that are helping to discover that new field by showing the first signs of science and, and research tools that can be used uh, to, to come up with new approaches uh, uh, to, to characterize cannabis effects. And we are personally very excited to see how these will, what will be the ripple effect of these in the following five or 10 years or even 20 years uh, here in Canada. At a certain point, the states, I believe, uh, at a certain point, they will do the federal legalization and many, many more countries, especially in Europe and Asia and Africa and Latin America are also legalizing cannabis. So it will be interesting to see how these new approaches may be adopted in order to uh, better regulate that, that specific space of the industry, which is the most valuable at the end for, for the citizens, for the consumer. Absolutely. And so where are you guys at now in terms of sort of customers? Are you still sort of testing? Are you sort of working directly with LPs in Canada or? What, what, yeah, so, what? Well, so our lab is based in Hamilton, Ontario. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, uh, consumers they come to our lab and we mm -hmm. use our neurotechnology and other research tools to characterize effects. But also we are partnering with cannabis brands brands or cannabis companies who have a their own research lab so we equip them with our technology and they do their own research as well if they want to, internal research for mm -hmm. new products etc um but i guess where we are at at this point is uh in the commercialization of our study results at the end our goal is to help brands and producers to share this information with the consumer so we have been working closely with our existing clients in order to come up with educational programs at retail that will help the retailer and will help the brand to share these study results with the consumer and based on that uh, uh, help them to make a new form a decision about what products they should select and how they should consume those products so you know, executing this cannabis education program is the part where we are uh, fully focusing on developing and strengthening, uh, etc. So, uh, reaching out and, and connecting with retailers, creating this network of retailers to participate in this education program. And then on the other side, we just continue 
uh, applying machine learning to our massive database of EEG recordings to train more algorithms that help us to continue discontinuing subjective tests with one single measurement of electrical brain activity to determine how high you are and if so, are you relaxed or energized, et cetera, et cetera. At the end, that's the end goal. One single EEG test that lasts two minutes, and we can tell you the whole cannabis experience that you are having at a certain point. Wowzers. I mean, it certainly, it's really is the more you know, isn't it? Quite literally, in terms of like how the information you're collating, the data, and just being able to do something with that. And again, like you talk about this kind of black box of kind of data you know it's finding ways to use that isn't it and i think again it's exactly the the uh you know it, it's all just a work in progress so you know it's um, you know in terms of the industry itself in terms of like you know what people need to know in terms of what you know but again anything that builds that kind of education that you know consumer confidence that brand you know capability you know it's got to be a good thing so no it's awesome so no very best of luck to you and i you know look forward to hearing more about it as uh as time progresses so keep us updated as well that'd be uh that'd be great but no thank you so much for coming on and uh yeah we'll uh we'll chat with you soon i'm sure so sounds good uh, yeah thank you very much for having me and sharing what we are doing at centrella with your audience guys it, it's been a, a nice conversation very good. all the best all right we'll uh catch you soon thanks a lot thanks Bye -bye. all the best